was our theme music. We have no idea what it was. I'm Hillary. I'm Davida. And we're the two Pilates chicks. It's season four, episode 10. Ooh, we're in double digits. Nice. Ooh. <laughs> so exciting. And today is kind of, again, something we saw like last episode. We saw mm-hmm. an article. Um, you found it. You saw it like a little slideshow. Yeah. On social media. post. Yeah, it was a post about, like, that hot topic of contemporary versus this is classical. classical and traditional, whatever. And um, the main point that I saw that I really liked was this uh, really well-known, amazing instructor saying that it's okay to be creative. Mm-hmm. And I liked her, like, caveat saying, you know... We're not saying make everything up always all the time. (laughs) Make it up as you go. Yeah. But her main point of essentially what we always say of our whole purpose is teaching the body in front of us. Yes. That's our main point. No matter if we're teaching classical, contemporary, traditional, rehab, whatever. We're not teaching Joe's workout to Mark. Yeah. It's... (laughs) (laughs) You had to think of two names. Two names. (laughs) We are teaching to this client, what does this person need today? What are their issues? What do we need to do and why? And um, so her whole purpose of it's okay to be creative and we can be creative, but we can do it on top of the foundation that we learn Mm -hmm. in our teacher teacher training programs, the education we know, that foundation... So we start with a foundation and then we can build from there yes. to what this person needs. Yes. Because I think, like, I'll say this, when you first shot it to me and it was like, because it was the slides and you had to, like, slide through them. So the first one I was like, like in my oh. mind, I was like, I don't see how this is for us because I thought, <laughs> I thought get creative. My mind went to, like, standing on the reformer, holding this, holding that, hold, you know, like that whole proppy thing we've talked about before. And then you're like, no, just keep going. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, so it took a while to get into it. But yeah, I think that's the whole thing is what she was saying, which I love is, and I tell this to people in my teacher training, is like you're learning Joseph Pilates' work and the foundation and the why and the purpose and teaching to that body in front of you. And then when you do get out in the world, it doesn't mean that you're like stuck in this, this is how I teach, but you can build off that knowing that you're still working in this vein that's for that client and helping them yeah, get stronger, get better, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we have to be creative because that client isn't connecting or getting, yeah, getting it. And so you've got to kind of think, how do I get this person's mind and body to understand what we're asking it right. to do? And sometimes a client can't do something. No. Or shouldn't do something. Or shouldn't do something. And so we can be creative and, okay, how can I adapt this maybe traditional exercise to change it in a way where they're able to do what I'm wanting them to do? What am I wanting them to do and why do they need to do that? And how can I get them to be able to do that? Yeah, like what, when getting creative, what is the goal? Like what is it you're trying to accomplish for that client? Yeah. Instead of like you, like my first thought process was of like, oh, let's just see what happens and throw all this stuff and (laughs) and make up a new exercise. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Brand new. Brand new. Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) But using our educated knowledge that we learn in these, in all of our teacher training programs, 
Um, and you know, there's a lot of, like you were saying that your mentoring sessions go in this way where there's a lot of these different, um, training programs, either bridging or mentoring where Mm -hmm. people can be certified, uh, in one way. So maybe yep. they're certified traditionally or classically, and then somebody else is certified contemporarily. And there's things we can learn from both, both, uh, both types. Yeah. And one person, let's say like I get certified traditionally and then I want to learn some contemporary m- movements. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's ways to like learn that afterwards. Yeah. You're still using your foundation. Exactly. It's not going to like, you're not going to be like throwing out what you've already learned. You're, you're enhancing or you are getting deeper or you're, you know, finding things that work for you as a teacher. And I Mm -hmm. tell people that because I've had people come to me who went through contemporary or even classically trained or whatever you want to say, but kind of got out in five years and were like, I'm just feeling lost. I just Mm -hmm. don't feel like, why am I giving this to this client? What is my purpose here? So even that kind of aspect of Mm -hmm. it, whether you're going to someone who's going to be more contemporary or whatever, it's like, how is that affecting you as a teacher to be able to, like you said, teach that body in front of you? Yeah. And not feel lost and not feel like you're having to... (laughs) wrote things and just like see what happens, see what happens or, and make yeah. things up. It's like, you've got to, you've got to feel like you, you know why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. Why are we picking a certain exercise? Why are we using a certain prop? Like we talked about in the prop one. one. Um, but yeah, that, that question of like, why are we doing something? How can it help that person? Mm-hmm. What do they need? Yeah. And I think, I think some people, and we kind of went over it last episode, but not really. But we talked about this is because we talked about labeling. Mm-hmm. And and you've got, you know, it used to be just like, you know, classical and whatever and, and contemporary. And like contemporary to me was more of kind of going into Eve Gentry, going into these these kind of branched off of the traditional work right it wasn't like making things up Mm -hmm. and so i think with the labeling and things with contemporary sometimes people think of contemporary as that making something up and that kind of like whatever they're on the reformer with whatever they're doing reformer fitness like we talked yeah yeah and so it's kind of understanding when you're teaching and getting creative that contemporary, whatever it is, you've got a foundation. You've got that learned skill yeah. from your training that I mean, you can base off of. Yeah, and you base it off of. I like that. I mean, it's all, if you think about it, like it's all layers. It's all I like, like the layers. Different, like they say in Shrek, like an onion, like all the different oh, yeah. layers. Uh-huh. Um, and so you have like at the core foundation, you have your like traditional work that's based on the original methodology. And then you have some like contemporary after that, like layered in where it's uh, maybe you have the, then the, what we call the elders, you know, the, mm-hmm. the people who then like worked with him and were those first generation teachers. Yep. But then they started doing some extra stuff that they that added they to kind it. Of put their, like it was there. Like you said, they had the foundation, right? Mm-hmm. And then they kind of, it wasn't like they just made stuff up to make it up. Yeah. It had a 
purpose and it built into what they were trying to mm-hmm. get that client to understand. Yeah. And then, you know, and then you can go out and out from there into what we were talking about in the last one of like reformer fitness and all of the other stuff. And within that, um, like what I do a lot of with my like rehabilitation clients and my Pilates based corrective exercise work, it's based on Pilates. There's the foundational, mm-hmm. the foundation of what Pilates is. And then depending again, what this client needs, what they're coming to me for, for whatever reason, we're adding in some PT exercises. We're adding in some yeah. variations of things. Um, we're taking certain things out. We're not going to do, you know, there's very particular reasons for things. Yeah. And it, and I think that's important because like, yes, like I teach a certain way, but then I'll have a client that comes in and we've talked about this. I think it might've been the last episode mm-hmm. where, and I've talked about this with uh, Kara Reeser too, because when I went through the heritage training, it's like, you're going to have people that come in that can't do Pilates, meaning right. they have injuries, they have things going on. So it's like pre-Pilates, right? Or it's Mm -hmm. rehab or whatever it is. And so I'll have students observing that are going through the training. They're like, what's that? Where, what Mm. is, I don't, what? And it's like, okay, well, that's not Pilates. Right. But this is what, but it's based off. And like you said, I'm trying to get their movement as if whatever it is they would be doing in Pilates, but in a totally different way. Yeah. But and it's, it's still the same. It's the same foundation. Station. It's the same purpose. Mm-hmm. But it's not what you would call classical or traditional. Exactly. Um, but it, it's under this umbrella of what is like what works along with Pilates. Yes. Um, because again, teaching to the body in front of you, getting the movement for that client. Yeah. That is needed. Yeah. And I know, like, so like you're saying, with a new teacher or a student teacher, when they're going through the programs, um, they see all these other things. Mm -hmm. And they're like, wait, how do I not know that? Oh, my God, I don't. I need to learn that. I need to know that. You're like, oh, no, this is years of. (laughs) Like, you do need a foundation. Yes. You need, and it's the same, like, for me, coming from ballet, you need a classical foundation before you can start making things up and doing crazy tricks and things. Uh, not that we should do crazy <laughs> tricks in the studio, but you know, in order to build off of something, you need to understand deeply the foundation mm-hmm. where you're starting from, and then yes. you can build. And then off you can build from that. And that's the elders, you know, that first generation. They work directly with Joe Pilates mm-hmm. and like Kathy Grant's that. a classic. I mean, I just example of working with him, keeping his work. Mm-hmm. But then having her work, mm-hmm. but it fed into and the foundation completely. Was completely partnered in. Yeah. And so was she contemporary? Probably at the time that yeah. would have been considered. Exactly. Which is interesting. Which is interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> I mean, if you want to put a label, things change. Yeah. But yeah, it's like this whole, um, I had a, I had, I had a friend who was a teacher and I used to say she was born in the wrong time because she always hit me as like a sixties flower child. And she just like talked like that and she moved like that. And she was just like in her own little world, but she loved to make up exercises and she would be in the studio and she would just be making stuff up. And I, she's like, Oh, I just made it up. But it's like, 
looking back and she made it up, but it really was. She was like just taking an exercise that was there and just her mind would work in this way of like, oh, for this client, I think this might be good to do. Da, da. But it still was the exercise that was the foundation. Yeah. And my mentor used to walk by and say, oh, I do that all the time. Like he didn't let her <laughs> say she made anything up. <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't like she was, she was like making it up in her brain. Yeah. But it was from that but foundational was, mm-hmm. knowledge. Yeah. And whatever that person needed at the, exactly. at the time to the body that she yeah. was looking at and teaching. And I think it's, it, that is a good skill to have because if somebody, uh, like as a teacher, if somebody comes in and like we're saying, they can't do a certain thing, nothing's working for them. Like I'm sure everybody's had the experience of oh a client gosh, where yes. you give them this, oh, that doesn't work. You give them this, this, and just nothing seems to be working for them. So to be able to deeply understand the work, be seeing this person in front of you, in a quick decision in the moment, figure out how to get something to work for them safely and effectively. That's a hard skill to master. And that's something that takes, and I think it's important. And I try to stress this with newer teachers. It's something that you just have to be patient with because it, yeah. it takes time and it takes different bodies that you're teaching over time because yeah. you learn from each body you're teaching. Definitely. And so when you are going through training, you're teaching healthy people usually. Right. <laughs> who don't really have issues. Yeah. You're just trying to learn. As you should be as a as new. As you should. Yeah. But then you get out and then all of a sudden you're getting, like you said, with people like, oh, they can't do that. Right. Or that. <laughs> or that. Or that. Or that. <laughs> like, so how We'll just can sit you... here for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah, exactly. Like, what are you going to do with them? You have to be creative safely with that foundation. But you need to be creative and figure out what, are you, what to do with this person. How to make that connection happen, how mm-hmm. to get them to move in some way. But think about like, cause, um, I know you've had a couple of clients in the last year that we've talked about and I have one now, but if you were a newer teacher, mm-hmm. like, you know, fresh out of school and, and you can give an example, but I had a client who I've talked to you about male, older and, had frozen children, now has arthritis, mm. and literally can't lift his arm without his whole shoulder going up into his mm. ear. Yeah. And, I mean, the range was like, and if I were a newer teacher, I don't, I would just be like, oh, my God, because his range, pain, yeah. this, that. But, again, even for us and teachers that have been teaching forever, it's still challenging. It's still challenging. <laughs> and it's still learning because he's not the same as some other client that I might have had that had frozen shoulder and arthritis. Right. He's a totally different mindset, movement, what works, what doesn't work, what connects, doesn't connect. So that's something that you have to learn Takes all the time. time. Yeah. You just keep learning about that. You just that. keep. And you've got mm-hmm. to be, like you said, you've got to figure it out. You've got to be creative in terms of how am I going to get this connection to get a range of movement for him to understand where his arm is coming from and what his range is and how to move that Mm -hmm. arm in the shoulder. The how. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes a, that makes a huge difference. I mean, and yeah, you need, you need patience. (laughs) You need some intuition. You have to be able to feel in your body what they might be feeling. Yeah. Kind of think of it in your body and feel what might 
need to be happening and not what you want to happen. Definitely. Yeah. Because you don't want to assume that they can or can't do something. You want to be basing your decisions off of what you're actually seeing when it is actually needed. Yeah. Instead of going, well, it needs to look like this, so they have to do this. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Mm. It might not be able to. (laughs) That might not happen. (laughs) But, you know, asking, I guess we we have this conversation a lot when we see some things and you're like, why? Yeah. What's the purpose? What are you trying to accomplish with this client, with this creative thing that you are trying? Right. And so you mean when we see things like some posts or something and yeah, there's a, like a fancy exercise. Like a fancy exercise mm-hmm. where it's really proppy, which we've kind of talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like this line of, yes, being creative, but then not like creative in terms of where it doesn't apply to that client anymore, where it's not benefiting their movement where it's just like, you're just doing an exercise for the sake of doing it. There's not really, there might not be a deeper reason purpose, a purpose behind it. Yeah. Cause we say that all the time. We're like, we'll see this and we're like, but why? And we're not saying it like, and it's like, I really wanted it. Why? Yeah. What, like, what is the thought process there? Like actually why? why? Like what, what are you doing that movement for? Yeah. And occasionally, like, I, I know social media is like everyone wants the so attention. Sometimes there's ones so, where you're just like, oh, they're just like doing a fancy whatever. Crazy and, like, and cool yeah. and fun. And it's for the visual it's aspect. It's for the visual of it. aspect. Um, but if you're, Doing something like I always say, like, what's the cost benefit analysis of an exercise? If you're doing something that if your purpose, if your why is one thing is what you're showing safe and effective for For the thing you're trying to do. And if it's not safe, then is there a better way to get to that? Why is that? Like, you know, like cost benefits, pro con, can you do it safer if you're just doing something fancy? Yes. I think I see what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) My brain's like, I'm catching up. Yeah, I'm catching up. But if if the purpose, (laughs) if you're doing some crazy thing and like on something next to the reformer, if there's the possibility of sliding off oh, of something. Oh, yeah. That's like, happened. I've seen that. It happens. Like, there, and in some of the group classes, they'll do like the box next to the thing. And the floor the slip and person pushes. Yeah. yeah. And there's some fun exercises like that. But for a certain person, do you need to do that exercise in that way? Or is there a way to achieve the same effect better? Safer. Safer. For that person. For that person. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's. Really, it's it's like when you see, um, even with traditional classical exercises, and you see a, a teacher want to give, like, a fancy, and I use the word fancy, like... More advanced. More advanced yeah. in terms of complex and whatever, you know, putting them in a position that they can't get into on, on their own. Mm, yeah. Like... They need um, assistance to get into it. Yeah, like airplane or something where it's like, you know, they can't get their hips up anyway mm. and and it's like getting these people into positions that you're like why yeah why does this person need to do that fancy exercise mm-hmm. 
is it going to benefit them? Right. Is it going to help them with their movement? Yeah. It's if, kind of the same thing. It's like mm-hmm. you can go too far creatively, whatever. Yeah. Or give them things where they're like, why? Yeah. I mean, there's honestly a few classical exercises that I have never taught somebody. And I never will because I just don't agree that it's effective. Well, and for your clients, why? First, you're like, why am I going to give this to the client? I don't know. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll do something with them, something different. Yeah. Something will add add something to it or take something out of it, out of the exercise because it just doesn't work for them. When I think, and I can't remember which episode <laughs> we did this on, but there was one conversation we had about, and I think it might have been with um, talking about clients' issues and challenges some, somewhere in that personalities kind mm-hmm. of series we did. And about the client that saw someone doing something and wanted mm-hmm. to do that. And the teacher was like, no, yeah. <laughs> because it wasn't safe for that person. That person. And that, you know, and, and I ran into that a lot when I taught at my studio in Houston. It was bigger. And I had like one point there were like 12 teachers. So there's like mm. all this stuff going on, right? Multiple sessions. Multiple sessions. Yeah. And clients that had issues would see something happening. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. And you're yeah. like, like, that's cool. Oh, no, you can't no, do no. that. Yeah, it's not no, that you no. can't. It's that you shouldn't do that. Yeah. And what's the point of you doing yeah. that? I didn't say that, but it's going in my mind. But yeah, yeah. it's like knowing that's like, do I really want to give that to the client? Because why? Yeah. How's that going to help them? I'm not going to give monkey swing to my 84 year old (laughs) with someone with vertigo. Oh yeah. Vertigo. Yeah. No, (laughs) no, 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 (laughs) (laughs) no, but yeah, it's kind of like, um, even not getting creative, even just like you said, some of the more complex exercises, it's like, like some people will never see teaser on the box. Yeah, it just—it's just, it's just why? Yeah. Why do I need to give that to that client? Right. There's no reason. And there can be some very advanced people. I have one client who's fairly advanced, and she can do almost anything. Um, she's in her fifties, and she's very athletic, and she cannot do a teaser on a box mm-hmm. in the classical way. Mm-hmm. She just can't. Yeah. It's just, and we build up to it and we've done all the other things to it's not happen for her, just her shape. It just doesn't work for her. Not so happening. we do it in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I've built in other things where she can do a similar idea, get the same effect of that purpose of that exercise in a different way. And it's like, you know, when she does, teaser on the box why she can't do because you can see Mm -hmm. what's going on so it's like well why do i keep having her do that when we can go over here yeah and we can do all these things that it's going to benefit her without putting her in this uncomfortable uncomfortable i can't do this like yeah physically uncomfortable and being frustrated exactly and then thinking i fail yeah (laughs) no there's other things to do yes so i don't know i mean did we just ramble off or, or we, oh, yeah. We, I mean, we always, <laughs> we always do. <laughs> <ramble off. laughs> but, I mean, the bottom line is is something that you and I talk about all the time is teaching to the body in front of you. That Whether is, you get creative yeah. with it or not. Yeah. And knowing why. Mm-hmm. 
Why, why, why? That's like the, that should be like the number one. No. Why, why are why? we picking this exercise yes. for this person? What is the purpose? Cause I mean, what are we trying to do? There are times in class, why am I doing this? Yeah. <laughs> well, especially like stomach massage. People have a hard time. What connecting. is the purpose of this? Why, I don't, why am I doing this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you should be able to say, because da 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 right. da da. And yeah. it's going to be a different answer. Yeah. For every client. For different people. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I love about Pilates and teaching Pilates, whether you get creative or stick to what you know and learned and don't delve off into like, because you and I both have studied with different people. Mm-hmm. You you kind of go through your career and go, oh, that person's thought process really speaks to me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to like see what I can learn. So that all happens. But... I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. <laughs> what was I saying? I don't know. I don't know, I don't um, know what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, yeah, you can teach to very, you can go either very traditionally and stay on that track or you can add some stuff to it. Yeah. Um, but I think being with that client and teaching to that client it's, you've just got to, I tell this people when they tell students, it's like, you've got to see the client, hear the client. Yeah. And watch. Yeah. The client. Because they're giving you the information you need. Mm-hmm. And they, so the client often can't verbalize essentially mm, no. what mm-hmm. they need. Sometimes they can, but often their words are like, you have to still listen to what they're saying, but that's watching how they sit and stand and move and just observing is almost more important than just hearing what they have to say. Yeah. But we still want to listen. We still want to listen. And I got my train of thought back when you just said that (laughs) is when we're talking about stomach massage Mm -hmm. and your answer is going to be different to every client. And that's what I love about Pilates is that, you could say, I'm giving stomach to the massage to this person for this. Mm-hmm. I could have that same client and give them something completely different for the same purpose that you yeah. give stomach massage. So I think that's also something that kind of goes back to being your authentic self and also teaching to the body in front of you is there's no, I mean, there is wrong. You could hurt the client. Yeah. There's but, some contraindications. Yes. Precautions. But... I mean, your your eye as a teacher, and like you said, what you're seeing and hearing from that client mm-hmm. is going to be heard differently from another teacher. Yeah. And they're going to see things differently. So that's what's so great is you can go in a way that maybe someone else would be like, well, that's not right. But it's right. like, it is. Different approach. A different approach. So technically, Pilates in general kind of just is creative. Exactly. Even if you're sticking traditionally. Even if you're sticking to traditional or classical or whatever it is. Because you're getting creative in terms of what you're choosing to give that client. Because I can remember, and you probably did too, like, and and it happens all the time where you watch teachers and you're like, why are they giving that Mm. to that client? But you don't know what's going on in the teacher's mind. Yeah. What they're seeing. Because it's, you're seeing something completely different. Mm-hmm. Focusing on something different. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's our different approaches, different backgrounds. Yeah. I love that. And it's all okay. It's all okay. <laughs> and I think that it's like, it's like there's just no, 
I mean, I think for me, the main thing is like, you just don't want to watch someone hurting a client. So as long as the <laughs> yeah. client is safe, yeah, then you're like, okay, yeah, go for it. Be safe and purposeful. Why? Why no are you picking why? That? We should have shirts. No why. They can match our Vespas. <laughs> We're sponsoring ourselves. <laughs> we are uh, sponsored by two Pilates chicks. Yeah. <laughs> we are sponsoring ourselves because we we decided to do that this week. Because we're awesome and we appreciate <laughs> all our listeners. And we love our listeners. And oh, and before we go, because I think, oh, well, should we shut it? Well, should we kind of like bring it to like a moment of this whole contemporary classical that got started by this Instagram mm. post? Because I think it's like kind of goes back to what we talked about in episode nine. Is there yeah. no it's like it shouldn't be versus versus classical yeah. contemporary versus reformer fitness or whatever fighting. it yeah. is. Yeah, it's kind of like as long as you're teaching to the body in front of you. Yeah. And you know why mm-hmm. you're teaching your authentic self. Then it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. And there's there's space for all of it. There's space for everybody. And just be clear on what you are teaching. Yeah. And why. And why. Because I guarantee you at some point a client go, why am I doing this? What is the purpose? What is the purpose? Yeah, what is the purpose? Tell me. <laughs> and I it's don't not know. to make your glutes strong. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't do know. You? What's the purpose? Yeah. What do you feel? <laughs> yeah, what are you feeling What in do you moment? feel is going on? <laughs> Turn it back around. So, yes, we're sponsoring ourselves. <laughs> and thank you. Oh, I know what I wanted to say was. We're on Instagram now, and so we just want to thank everyone yeah. that's followed us because we're Very just watching exciting. organically growing <laughs> like our podcast. We hope you're listening out there. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so feel free to go on our website or DM us if you have any thoughts mm-hmm. or ideas for us. Or questions. We're always open to that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. We're Yay. good to go. Thanks thank for you. listening. Thank you.